WGRS Talk is made possible by the Anchor app. If you've never heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's absolutely free and allows you to make your own podcast on your phone or on your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can make money from your podcast as well without a minimum membership. It's all you need to make a podcast in one place. So, go and download your Anchor app for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. You're listening to the Wolf's Den Radio Show. Talk. Hey, sisters and brothers, welcome to another episode of WDRS Talk. The Wolf's Den Radio Show Talk. This is your host and your brother from another mother, Spreading cosmic love wherever I go. This is Wolf Himora in your ears, in your hearts, and in your mind. Thank you very much for joining me for uh, episode 31 of my humble podcast. And it's going to be a really good one. But before we get to it, let's uh, take care of some business. I would like to invite you uh, to please subscribe to whatever channel you are listening to this podcast on. So if you're on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, give it a follow. And of course, that helps me a lot. It helps the show a lot with the algorithms on the internet. So uh, please do subscribe. And um, you can also uh, make a donation to the show, a monetary donation, through the Anchor app or anchor.fm on the internet. So all you got to do is go to the WDRS Talk page and uh, there is a donate button there or a support button. Just click on that and uh, you can give any amount, man. Um, $1 fine, $10 great. You know, any amount is welcome. And I've got a, a couple of uh, monthly subscribers, uh, monthly uh, donors, I mean. And I really appreciate that. Love you guys. So please, if you want to uh, support the show, with uh, with funds that will go to the uh, maintaining the equipment and uh, the fees for StreamYard. So, uh, yeah, just uh, head on over there and uh, make a donation, and it will be greatly appreciated. All right, another uh, piece of information uh, I'd like to invite you as well to check out the music of my new band. Check out my new band, The Melodies. Uh, we are on Instagram at uh, Melodies Official and on Facebook at The Melodies. Um, we have a new single out on uh, Spotify and Apple and everywhere, actually. Everywhere you can find um, streaming music and you will find The Melodies there with our song called Laman. And uh, it was uh, and the video, the music video is up on YouTube as well. So please give the page of the melodies on YouTube, a follow as well. And you can check out the video there. So, yeah, that's it. And uh, so episode 31, it is going to be, uh, since we are celebrating this year, the 25th anniversary of Wolfgang's um, second album, Semenelin, I decided to uh, interview a couple of people that uh, were involved in that uh, in that album, and uh, it's going to be Manuel Legarda, the former guitarist of Ra uh, of Wolfgang, um, currently in Razorback, 
and also the sound engineer that uh, worked on the Semenelin album and also mixed the album, uh, Diego Garrido. So we're going to talk about uh, how that album came about and, and whatever else. And I also want to acknowledge uh, that uh, the success of that album was really what made uh, Wolfgang um, a nationwide uh, a nationwide phenomenon <laughs> or something, you know. We really got uh, our audience when that came out. And uh, I think I think every song on that album is, is really strong. You know, we got Bought and Sold, Center of the Sun, Beast, Weightless, New Mother Nature, Samanolin, the, the title track. Um, my personal favorite in that album is, is a song called I, the, the, the third song. And if you listen to that song, there's a scream at the beginning, and that's me. Uh, that's actually me doing that scream. Um, what else? So, yeah, I also want to acknowledge the, uh, uh, the help of Wally Chamsey, who was the president of Sony Music at the time, who I also have an interview with. He's going to be the next uh, chapter after this one, the next episode, I mean. So do check it out so you can get the perspective from uh, Wally's point of view when he was, uh, uh, going to sign Wolfgang. And uh, so much respect and deep, deep appreciation to Sony Music and Wally Chamse and the whole staff of, of Sony at the time who were really working their darndest to market Wolfgang. And it, and it succeeded, especially with Semenelin. So um so yeah that's it let's uh let's get to it this is episode 31 of WDRS talk the Wolf Stand radio show talk enjoy this one Sir, celebrating 25 years of Semenelin this is myself with Manuela Garda and Diego Garrido enjoy Diego Garrido Manuela Garda Hey guys, this, this is a it's a great reunion. How are you? How, how are you guys, man? We're good. I'm good. <laughs> Very good. You? I'm good, man. I mean, you know, for for what the world is right now, it's it's pretty okay. Are you guys uh, um, have been inoculated? Yes, of course. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very good. How about yeah. you? Oh yeah. I mean, I was because uh, my. Um, I work as a caregiver, so I was pretty much like in the front of the line of right. the vaccination thing. Because I had a patient. Inject, huh? Did they inject you in the puet? <laughs> <laughs> if you're five years old, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know if they still do that to kids now. If they get you know shots in the, I mean, your kids, do they get? I mean, um, well, my son is well, he's 17, so I guess they wouldn't. But they put it in his arm, you know. When he was a kid, right? I mean, well, yeah, no, uh, we don't know about the kids, the little kids yet, right? Because yeah. they're not uh, well, you know, I eligible have a, yet. So. I have a 10-year-old, and for some shots, the doctor, would, the doctor would, you know, do it in the bum. Yeah. <laughs> Same with my older son. Um, once upon a time, they would, you know, for certain shots, but right. mostly in the arm. In yeah, fact, man. This afternoon, it, it's morning right now. We're here in Manila. Um, this afternoon, I'm taking the two kids to get the, to get some shots. Right. Oh, <laughs> shots! <for> what? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
So it's actually getting past my bedtime here now. <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs> old retired. So, so Diego, man, I mean, uh, so like the, like you said, um, you retired from your day job and yeah. you find, and you, you fixed up this studio in like record time, man. Cause you yeah. documented everything on Facebook. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still, you know, a work in progress, but, uh, the whole time I've, I've, you know, been, uh, you know, my, my career that I retired from, yeah. I, uh, I've been like collecting stuff and getting it all ready. It's, you know, it's been a plan, you know, since, uh, so since I started it, my, my, you know, is it, is it working already? Is it is yeah, everything? Yeah. 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 I'm doing sort of a, you know, a guinea pig session. Nice. I'm sure, you know, my friend wouldn't uh, appreciate me saying that, but you know, we're, 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 you know, he's he's tolerating working out all the bugs and stuff, and it's it's. Oh, so you're you're opening up your own studio? Yeah, yeah. You've opened it up. Yeah. Can you show? Can you show Manuel? Are you in the? You're in the studio, right? Right now? No, no, I'm not. Oh, you're I'm, not. Yeah, my studio's in a in another a, room, a beach place in in Belmar. It's a, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's nice. a separate place. Yeah, yeah. So. We still have a little apartment in Brooklyn, so you know. Oh, nice. Got to get cars here still, but you know. Yeah, they hate the famous Rickenbacker man. Is that yeah. the same one? That's the same one. Yeah. Wow, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's that's. I think that was a cello on your record. I think. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was on uh, on the instrumental. The Blue yeah, yeah, Blue, Blue Eleven, yeah. With the Ebo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Is that it? The, it? the Rick. That's wow. the Rick. Yeah. The red one, yeah. Nice bass nice. too, man. That, yeah, be- I had a, um, I had a Rick bass that I traded for that Rick guitar, um, back at back in the day, you know, uh-huh. uh, when I switched to guitar from bass. So, yeah, yeah. And then Manuel, you are also a sound engineer at Hit. It, it's oh wow. Are, are you at Hit? No, man. Um, in or 2002, you, you put up your own? 2002, yeah, I, I went into, I joined Hit as an engineer, and then um, I transitioned uh, uh, to a composer, arranger, and then in 2008 I left and um, I partnered with some some of the guys from Hit and other places, and we put up our own studio. So we are now Loudbox. Studios. Oh, that's <laughs> Loudbox. So, so where where where's the studio yeah. now? Um, for a time, we were a couple of doors down from Hit. Um, okay. And Salito wasn't too happy about that. But um, <laughs> some years later, we moved to Legaspi Village. So, okay. you know, there, there was this whole pulu with my long and with, uh, with the lease and the government. And so we just moved out. Right. Just to, um, there are too many uncertainties there, and we, we set up a new studio a few blocks away. And that that building is still there, right, Milo? It's still there, man. I mean, for all the the legal shit that it's it's been through, I don't think it's gonna disappear. I think it's like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like the the kili kili of Makati. <laughs> is, is so is is hit still there? It's, that studios? Yeah. And all that? They're wow. still there. Well, and the same guys, uh, Salito and and, uh, and Salito Dennis, retired already. Okay, Salito retired um, a year or two ago. Well, but Dennis is still there. Um, Brian, Vic. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, is Dennis Jam still there with him? 
Yes. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, he runs it. Right? We, like, me and him, like, put, we sort of, you know, designed that studio, built it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did, man. Yeah. 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 That, was a, that was a good time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when Hit came out, I mean, it was, there, there was, I would say there was nothing like, like it. I mean, the, the, the attitude behind, you know, the, the studio, how it ran and, you know, like the gear that went into it. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen, I didn't, I haven't seen like all the other studios around, but based on what I've heard and just the way, you know, Dennis would, you know, like uh, talk about the gear. I felt yeah. like Kid had the best stuff at the time and they really put money into, yeah into setting it up right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and that's and that was a big that was a big factor in the sound of the albums that we recorded there. The two albums we recorded that hit because the equipment was like, you know, brand new. Yeah. You know. It was there and then Manuel had so many apps to choose from. Yeah. You know? So, you know, that was cool, man, that the yeah. studio. It was pretty incredible. It was like uh Dennis would be like, what do you need? What, what's gonna be what's the best this? And I'd be like you know the tube techs, you know compressors, uh, the LA. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, okay. <laughs> Next and then the, the, and the microphones you had, like, the, like, yeah, the Sony's and the, the U87s. And, yeah, that was uh, very cool. So anyway, and, so so the reason why both of you are here with me now is we are commemorating slash uh, celebrating the 25th anniversary of Semenolin. Yeah, 25 years oh my God. since we recorded that, that album. And uh, it was like, um, personally, I've, I've been talking about the album with other interviews and, and stuff. And and to me, it's like a pivotal moment in, in the Wolfgang history. Because we, we were luckily given artistic freedom to do whatever we wanted. And uh, so I want to ask Manuel first for this. It's like, what, what, what's, from your perspective, what was the, um, how do you remember the, the writing of that album? Because we, we, we were writing in your house and in uh, sessions, right? Or yeah. is it all in your house? Um, no, there, there were a few things that we did at Perf Studio. Like okay, I remember, right, yeah. Roadworthy man. That was a riff I had, and we 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 I we kind of went through it. Like I showed it in at Perth Studio, and we that same you know afternoon or, or evening we finished it. We did a demo for it because that that was the B side for Weightless. Right. Um. Um. The, she is my cane. We did that in the studio in Hit. No, but that's uh, worm already. I'm, well, let's talk about. What's that worm? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twenty-five years. Yeah, you have to It's a long time, dude. Yeah. That's so right. anyway, I, but but did we did we already were we were already practicing and writing in sessions? I think at this time, by this time. I think, think so, but yeah, I mean. I don't know if we had everything written for the album already at the time we started recording. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because I know some songs were done. Like Weightless, you know, we played that at the, the Rock Awards. Oh, the Rock Awards, yeah. That was one of the first new ones. Yeah, that was the first time we ever played that song live. Right, yeah. It was 
at the Rock That's Awards right. at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, now the other songs, I mean, shit, you know. I, I can't. So I know. So how about this? How about this? Um, what was your mindset when we were like, oh, tara, let's just go, man. I mean, from your perspective, because you know, I can only talk about my my perspective. So from your side. What was your mentality when we were writing those songs? Because those songs were not your everyday, you know, who are the people in your neighborhood, you know, <laughs> kind of songs. Honestly, it was, you know, I never wanted to be, to, to think, okay, is this song, okay, I had this riff, is it going to fit? It, it didn't matter, you know. I, I, I would throw that question out of, you know, out, out, of, out, out of anything when it co- would come to songwriting. If I had a riff and I thought it sounded good or interesting, I would like force it, you know. Okay, let's just try it, you know, try to do this. And then sometimes, you know, we'd try it and somebody would make a mistake, whether it was Mon, myself, or Basti, or with your drumming. And if if I thought it it sounded, you know, like sounded like it, it could work within the what we were trying to do as like a like a bridge or something, mm-hmm. I would, you know, I would push to try it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was like, um, bring it, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, then throw right. it away. I, I didn't want to limit ourselves to, oh, we're a rock band, so we got to play rock music. I mean, right. Otherwise, Blue 11 wouldn't have been there to begin with. Right, yeah. You know, or um, or roadworthy man. Or, um, <laughs> um, she drives away Cathedral of Space. Oh, Cathedral of Space, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I I listen to those because uh, they're on Apple Music. Uh, the Semenelin US version is there, so it sounds really good on Apple Music because Apple Music they 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 beefed up they beefed up their you know, sound quality. It's lossless, and then they have Dolby and, and all of that stuff. Doubly. Doubly. <laughs> so it sounds really good on Apple Music, man. I mean, you the 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 the, the bottom end is so thick. Um, so yeah. Um, how about and and Diego? When the, how did you hear that you were gonna be recording us? You're gonna be manning the the stations. Um. Well, I, I kind of I knew I was going to record everything down there for in the beginning because uh, I kind of was the only person that knew where you know how to. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, how so, to work the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was teaching Wham Wham Molina, how, you know, yeah, as I was going too, and uh, you know, so he got to learn it. He got to learn the room too. Right, that's right. But um, yeah, and you know, Dennis wasn't interested in in uh engineering himself he just i mean he yeah of course he was you know but but he didn't want to physically do it yeah um so he didn't know us <laughs> he didn't know us yeah but he did for worm he's the one who engineered yeah. worm yeah. him and wham worked on worm that's right I yeah think. i heard yeah. about that yeah. yeah yeah but at the time he was like sort of still you know yeah just in the management you know <laughs> he's like probably he's like Who's this band my brother signed? My gosh. <laughs> so oh, was his brother? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, about that. Wally, yeah. Wally, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, I, Wally yeah. was a big factor, I think, in 
in the mindset that we had with this album because Wally was like, uh, um, he was he allowed us to do anything. I mean, he gave yeah. us, you know, you guys do whatever you want. You know, when we uh, right before we 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 signed with Sony, you know, Ivory, you know, they were like already planning our second album. You know, it's like, right. well, you, why don't you take a traditional Filipino song and you know rework it. No, oh, yeah, you know, and like have another darkness fell type of thing. Right. The whole the whole album they wanted darkness fell. The whole album. Right, right. Every song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a little so, different. You know, with Wally was a, a breath of fresh air. You know, Wally and, and JV. Oh, and JV, and, yeah. You know, put that together. With, put that together with the the freedom and of with the toys that we had at hit. Yeah, and it, oh, it was yeah. you know. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, it's so funny because that record is so like every song is it's so diverse, but it's so it still has the same. It has that cemental and sound everything, you know, it was like, uh, you know, it, that what's what gels it together was like the diversity of each song, I think, you know, and it was very exciting to work on it for me. So, yeah, because yeah, the song, I mean, the privilege to do it. You guys were great. It was like. You know, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. I think I didn't even know, I didn't know you were in a band with, I mean, with Electric Kool-Aid. Were you formed already at that time? Yeah, I was, I, I, uh, yeah, we, that's in fact that our record, which to be honest, the whole, like my whole inspiration to go work at HIT was to record my band and put it, put it together. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had all those, I wrote a lot of songs and then Annabelle started writing songs and uh, we actually, it's, it's also that record's uh, uh, 25th anniversary too. Cause that came out on Warner. Oh, it was the same year. Same year. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> shit. I was researching. I, was about I don't, I don't. And so I looked it up. I'm like, Oh, that's dude, two albums. Dude. Dude. So I got to put the T-shirt oh, on. Oh, there you go. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember yeah, the logo. My wife's like, it's a little tight on you. I'm like, yeah, it used to be loose. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you guys used to play at the bar downstairs right beside? Yeah. That was, yeah, later. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I forgot what what the name of that place was. but uh, um, Yeah, you played with Spy. Did you play yeah, with Spy? We yeah. used to go play with them a lot. Yeah. 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 I think this was when, when Cali was already not happening Anymore, yeah, it was already closed or something. I don't know. I think yeah. Razorback stopped playing there already. Uh-huh. So that was the new place to hang. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's. Um, yeah. I wanted to go uh, uh, track by track and just get your 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 uh, your thoughts. Okay. Let me and uh, pull up the tracks because <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, I, I have, I have, I had an advantage yeah. because I've been listening to, you know, I have, I've been listening to the album, so you know, I was, my memory's been refreshed. But the thing is, what I wanted to say is like to what Diego said. Um, I think the album, I think all the fans have listened to the whole album as a whole from beginning to yeah. end, because it's not. There are breaks, you know. There's the heavy stuff, and then it'll. it'll dip a little bit and then really dip slow and then and then punch you in the face again until the end so it's like you can there's endurance you know there's endurance in the album you know it's not it's not like a slipknot album that oh my god you gotta 
I mean, you have to be either 13 years old and full of rage and hormones or really listening to Slipknot because you like their music, you know? But a whole album like that, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think Wolfgang ever did a whole album that was just heavy from beginning to end. There were always, you know, peaks and valleys in our in our mm -hmm. albums. Well, I think that's what, you know, like, I mean, when you listen to not to compare ourselves with Led Zeppelin, but their albums, you know, it, it's uh, their peaks and valleys. And, you know, yeah. if you're always up on the top or always down in the valley from start to finish, it kind of mm -hmm. gets monotonous. Right. So you kind of lose interest. And, you know, for 45 minutes, if you have this journey of ups and downs, I think that makes your listening experience a little more um, pleasurable. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and I, re I also remember we were listening to so much music at that time. It's just so much music because, yeah, I don't know, I think we all got in, and we somehow got into the same, a lot of the same kind of music at the same time. You know, especially new new guys that were coming out, and then the new Yes album had just come out, that talk album, you remember that album? Um, with the big drums. Mm -hmm. Uh, Manuel, I don't know if you remember that. You don't remember that album. Um, I, I mean, know, more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so so anyway, I mean, that's why that album and our and Wolfgang's music was so diverse because we were really listening to everything, and we really didn't try not to uh, stop ourselves too much. So anyway, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I mean. For with regards to like diverse music and all that, I was listening to a lot of Aldi Miola and John McLaughlin at that time, right? So, a lot of the like the things that would that were kind of left field, you know, musically, I think came from there, uh huh. Um, especially when I like, like I said, when we're practicing and I, I'd make a mistake, and I'm like, um, that, that kind of it's off, but it. It sounds interesting. Like yeah. I would try to work it in, you know. Right. But that came from that music that I was listening to. Right. The improv and uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. What uh, Diego? What were, what were you listening to at the time? Uh, at that time, it's funny because I I I have a little backstory to this. <laughs> yeah. That quickly um, before like that studio was built. I had the privilege of working on June Lupito's record. Right. And that was like, we had to do it. We did it in bits and pieces. And then uh, like in, there was like no studio. We did it upstairs and the, and then, uh, and then luckily like Sammy from spy came in to help finish it. And we went to this other studio. I think it was called, um, it was called tracks. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think, I think that's the one. And uh you know, I wasn't going to stay in the Philippines that long, but after when that, when I started getting into the scene and meeting people and starting to like jam with people and form a band. And then, you know, I was working at hit, uh, you know, I decided to stay. And then that's when you guys like that, it snowballed into. Right. Great. Right, yeah. All right. We're going to make the cementalin record. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So then I, I ended up staying for like, you know, uh, the rest of the decade, you know, and that, that was, it was great. I, I feel like that whole scene that you guys were talking about, the diversity of your influences and stuff, I, I, that scene was very, like, very conducive to that. There was all kinds of music going on. 
all the bands seem to like gel together and be like, you know, friends with each other and, and uh, yeah, uh-huh. like, vibe off each other. There was like, you know, like you're heavy metal, you're, 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 you know, you know, Iraq, you're, you're, you know, um, well, you know, whatever folk, it just like, and everybody just sort of sponged off all that. And so there's no, you know, yeah. yeah you, 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 a, you had, you had a response of, of sort of, you know, in that small scene in Manila at the yeah. time, it was like, I think very, very, very special, you know? It yeah. Was, that was, that was just before like hip hop came in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because I was like, I, I, I had to do all the, like I worked at a hip hop record uh, studio in New York before they made me do all that stuff. <laughs> you know, oh, so I was wow. in Manila and do like rock and roll. You know? It was still rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I was, you know, I was the, the young guy out of engineering school. That uh, Okay. You got to do this. Uh, you know, that, that worked out good too. Cause those were really good record credits for me, but uh, you yeah. Know. Anyway. yeah, man. Yeah. And, and they sound good, man. I mean, they, they sound good. They, I mean, I was, um, you know, after a, a long time of not hearing it, I had I would have doubts. It's like, does it sound like you know? Does it sound good? And then, like I said, when I listened to it recently on Apple Music, it sounds great. It's like like I said, and all the equipment that we're using there is top equipment of the, yeah. of that era uh, we, of the I time. Mean, sort of, we had to yeah, like, sort of, yeah, but you know, we, you know, we were using the Mac keyboard, but we like you know went around all this all the little Pro Tools used to still do this. We didn't even use Pro Tools on that record. We we, we had the ABATs. And the Mackie board, but everything that's I'm right through like the tube text as much as we could through, you know, with the mics. And no, just, you know, there were some we didn't edit anything on that on your record. There, there was something where I think we had to reverse something and yeah. you did it on Pro Tools. I did it upstairs. Yeah, I had to bring it upstairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're waiting for the rendering. <laughs> oh yeah, the rendering. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> no, but oh yeah, the days, you just do it. You just do it right. You know, when you edit. You, you know, everything well, was like, going going back. It sounded good. Um, one before Sony like merged here in the Philippines with um, was it BMG or Warner? Yeah, one of BMG. them. Um, Wally had this idea: re- have the album remixed. Um, by some, I don't know if it's some Japanese guy or some American guy in the States. Uh-huh. So Dennis and I, we dug up the um, the Semenilin album uh-huh. and we got the ADATs and we cleaned up the tracks. We transferred them onto a new set of tapes. Uh-huh. We listened to it. We listened to those tracks raw. Like we just played them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and it sounded so massive. <laughs> it sounded really, really massive. I mean... Yeah. The guitar sounded like I would love. I would love to have. I would have loved to hear that. You know. Like, um, well, fast forward to now, those tapes are gone. The original ADATs were taped over. Mm. Um, those master tapes are all gone. Yeah. Wow. But um, yeah. it could have been something really special. Yeah. Those tapes survived whatever yeah. transition. Uh, I would have loved to hear that. That that would have, you know, I mean, everything went through that ma- that that massive wall of sound. That you know, the the tube text and all yeah, that. Yeah, the power, man, with all yeah. those. Those are a lot. Those are tubes, and yeah, you know, man, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But Dennis and I, when we when it when the first track came on, you know, we just looked at each other. Oh, like, really? 
Wow. So and wait. Okay. Like so let's. So let's. Yeah. So let's start already with that. So because because the first track, "Love in Despair," has a massive sound. That that intro, that guitar intro, is just. Um, it's. It, I mean, how did it sound in the in the raw tape? What what amp was was it? I remember in Hit there was the Matchless. Was it in Semenolin or was it already in Worm? I used the Matchless. That was that was in Semenolin. I used it for um, Cathedral of Space. Yeah. Oh, okay, the the clean um, sound or the the cowboy sound. Bo- both, um, especially the chorus. The I don't know if you can hear that. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that part is the Matchless. Oh, okay. Um, for love and despair, you know, it, it might have been a VHT. Oh, the and, white uh, one, the white one. Yeah, was... the white VHT. It might have been that, um, and maybe a Marshall. I don't know. Did we have a Marshall back then? I know the first album I used a Marshall a JCM eight hundred. I, uh, I I don't recall. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's yeah. It, it could have been a. Either a boogie and a VHD or a VHD and a Marshall. Yeah, I remember those amps. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a guitarist, but if, I'm sure Manuel's like, oh shit! All right, <laughs> but, uh, we don't have. And but I don't know if Hit owned that. I think we rented. Yeah, some of the match oh, we... was the one that that uh, yeah that that Hit owned, and that that's oh, the one. Okay. That, uh, Dennis and I had like decided to. Yeah, the I, I that. that's the whole Electric Kool Aid record. <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome app. Yeah, it weighs, it weighs the you know it's a, it's a ton. Yeah, you know you can't carry it, but uh, yeah. it sounded good. Big transformers. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and and I I remember the logo. It had uh, you know it would light up. Yeah. The matches logo would light up. There's a yeah. light a light on the in the back. It's it's made of plastic, you know, clear plastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. That's the that's part of the thousand dollars, <laughs> yeah, of the three thousand I think it cost. Back oh then. my god! Yeah, yeah. and worth thousand dollars in nineteen ninety six. Worth more now. Than if I'm not yeah. mistaken, yeah. I mean Diego, correct me if I'm wrong. It was around three thousand dollars, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, there. Um, that, that was the first one, the first batch. It, right? it was the first one, and it was like it was really amazing. Yeah, amazing app. Yeah. So anyway, on, on Love and Despair, a cheap one. <laughs> there's that. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Manuel um, or or Diego. The the middle part, the the odd time middle part, the psychedelic odd time. Uh-huh. We actually wrote it there in the studio because Mon uh, said it's like there's something missing in this song. We were already recording the song. I was already I was behind the kit, and then um, I think were you with him to write that, or he did he do it on his own, and then he showed you what it came. I, I don't remember, man. That Fuck, part I don't remember, man. you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just played the cover. No, I remember. I I can still picture in my my head in my mind I'm behind the kit and I can see all of you guys in the you know in the control room I remember counting because it was uh, I think it was like uh, it's it's it like was 13 5 4 4 5 4 4 yeah yeah and so but it was like um, four chords so it was uh, 
something like that and, yeah. and it would you know the when you go back to the five after the four the five four four sequence yeah it would start on a different chord yep and it and went until we got back to the original chord it started that's when we transitioned to the to the the bridge the bridge itself the four four bridge yeah yeah i think it was that No, be, no. After, no. After that's there's a, another part before that. The I don't want to play. Yeah, when it becomes four four, and then the it becomes double time again. At one point, I think we needed a whiteboard. But you know, I mean, it was um, it was a pain in the ass to do, but in the end, you know, you put the effort into it and. Um, you know, you do it right. Yeah. I think it, it pays pays back. I mean, it, it comes back in. Oh, dude! I mean, I mean, when I when I heard that, I'm like, wow, we we. I mean, Mon or when we came up with that right there, and then we and then we said, okay, time to record. Let's record it. It's as fresh as a fucking song can be. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like freshly. Freshly made, man. Freshly picked. Hot out of the oven. <laughs> Hot out of the oven, man. Okay, next track. Uh, Bought and sold. That one, I really like the drum sound on that one. Do you remember? And then, I remember we had a small... I, I didn't... It's like if I didn't need this... Uh, uh, um, a tom, I wouldn't use a tom. I would use as little... It's like we would use as little mics as possible. Mm-hmm. Were we doing that with the drums? Because I remember at one point I really had this, like the most basic setup, you know. Yeah, I mean they were all mic'd, but then what we used was what we used, you know. Like, for, uh-huh. yeah, it was all everything was close mic, but then the focus on the drums. I, I were that room sounded so good. That's the thing, you know that that was such a good drum room. It, it yeah. turned out to be that way. It wasn't you know planned that way, but it just really ended up being an amazing sounding room. Um, and then you know the, the good mics too, and the overheads and and the room mics. That's I, rem- I remember those uh, those silver overheads. They were brand yep. new. They, they were like it was like it Earth would uh, breaks, I think. it would be like, like this yeah. silver, and then it would become thin like a needle. I thought they uh, were those the ones or oh the KM eighty fours, yeah, the Neumann KM eighty fours. Those were those are. Uh, I think yeah, there were, there were the 84s, and then we, you also had the Earthworks. Uh-huh. Um, but I think those were Omnis. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. they were. I, I, you know, I, I don't even like Earthworks. I, I don't really remember that that brand. <laughs> you know, but I, I think we had some. We had 414s too, or the AKGs. It kind of looked like this, but uh, yeah, that's the yeah. one right there, man. Okay. No, it, it's not, it's not this, though. but it kind of looks yeah. like that where it, it tapers at the, at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a little thinner than that. Something yeah, like but that. That, those were the yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, I remember knowing those. guys. It was probably the Neumanns. Yeah, just because. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm so, yeah. I'm so, I, I was, the equipment you know that, that was room, being used it, in that studio. 
that that studio Studio M it it was reconfigured. They swapped booth oh, yeah? and control room around. Oh no! Was, really? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it, it was it was it was um, they had built a new studio, Studio H. Okay. That was a super studio that they that they still have now, and it's it's Diego. If you see it, yeah, you've seen it, man, awesome. But anyway, the, the control room became the booth, and okay. the, the booth as you knew it was now the is now the control room. Okay, but that's mostly for ads, right? Yeah, right now. Where's that new mega studio in, upstairs? They have another. They had Hit has another area. Um, another part of that that building complex. Oh, it's, okay. It's on the third wow. floor. It's a bigger, I know. Dennis um, was was talking to some designer in the states who was somehow involved in the design process of the power station. Okay. And he drew up some plans, and I was there when Dennis was building it. And he'd walk into his office, and he, you know, he'd have pictures up on his wall of like <laughs> microphones, right. snare drums, and you know. <laughs> rack year and um yeah he was like telling me dude this guy is so he's like overseeing this guy designer he's overseeing the design from from the states and he's like if you're off you know if your angles are off by like a, an inch or a degree yeah nope you gotta do it over again yeah <laughs> tear everything down and rebuild and it was so nice and yeah it looked like you're walking into a. It's you know the the wooden planks. Right, right. Like you're walking into a spa. Okay. But really nice. Nice. Right. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. So bought and sold. I mean, the guitar sound there is, is massive as well. And um, yeah, that that was that song was different. I mean, I'm not really playing a power chord or something. You know. It's it's all yeah. It's so busy, man. Is it hard? Is it hard to play live? Um, it's only hard because <laughs> I, I play too to fast. Transition, <laughs> yeah. And then you know you're you're all. Yeah, I play. I play. No, I play really fast. Back in the day, man. I I I, I always wondered like how can Manuel and Mon keep up with me so fast? But damn shit, they did, man. They're good. Well, I'd keep up, but. I wasn't always playing it right. <laughs> so sometimes you know you're you're picking. It's like oh yeah, you know. But it doesn't matter because it's live, and you know you're just you're playing off the energy of the crowd and all that. And there's so much you can get away with live. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, just in the end, if you're tired, just. <laughs> yeah but in the studio you can't get away with that because it's you're you know it's under a microscope whatever you're doing and you got to get it up to a certain level i mean it wasn't perfect the playing but it was possible yeah but i mean you know i mean it wasn't perfect playing but my gosh the whole song is just i mean you you only relent in the bridge and with the open chords you know but the whole song is just and then there's that oh my god i think you know when when we would so you know when we were still playing live there were times where 
we wouldn't play a certain song for a while and then it would come back into the set list and mm-hmm. um, we'd have to relearn it. And I that part, I think, every time we'd relearn it, it was played differently. Because <laughs> 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 you're like, well, how did we do that? And they okay, let's just do this. And it's always different from how it used to be. What was your, from your perspective, Diego, how, what were you thinking? What was in your head when you were doing this? I mean, I was definitely like vibing with your sound. You guys were like, even all that stuff, the, the syncopated and stuff. And that, that was like really exciting, you know? Yeah. I just, I, at that time, I was, I was working on so much music. And it's funny because the one, like this one record, even I was even doing my own, um, was so special to me. It was like, so like, you know, like being a fly on the wall, you know, watching, like when you said, you know, that, that part, I, I totally remember that when you stopped and did that, other, that, you know, wrote that part right there, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but you know, yeah, I had I, the, the job to do too, which was also like really, uh, you know, very cool, you know? Um, what? That was, that was very, I, I you know, I, I loved having the privilege to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you, you guys were very. It was a very, very interesting record to work on musically. It was like the diversity of it, the you know, the sound, the, the the musicianship. You, you guys were like, you know, really tight too. So it was like, you know, there was like no flubs in the studio, really, as far as I remember. Yeah. I think yeah, we always we we were ready. Used, yeah, we were ready at that time. Yeah, we were very well, ready. At that time, we used to do a lot of rehearsing. Yeah, um, that, that's the yeah. thing. I mean, when you're starting out, um, you're always practicing, and then you get to a point where you're like, okay, you're playing enough gigs where you don't have to practice, but because <laughs> you're not practicing as often, you're not writing as often as well uh-huh. as a band. So, but I think we were in that, at that album, you know, we were at that nice, at that level where we were still practicing a lot. Yeah. And yeah, you guys were tight. I mean, you were super tight. I, I, that's the one thing I, you know, totally remember. It's like hit record. <laughs> that's it. You know, a couple punches here, a couple, you know, it was like. Until we got to the solo, then it was like, okay, just. What? <laughs> But okay, so 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 that speaking was, that was really great too. That's <laughs> yeah. Speaking of guitar solos, the next song is "I," and that's that's one of my favorite songs of Wolfgang ever. It's really underrated. No one really mentions it, but when you mention it, a lot of fans are like, "Yeah, I like that song too." You remember that? It, I'm I'm playing it now. Because I don't remember the solo. <laughs> yeah, so no, but the solo there is I the solo there. That was a mistake. No, this part. Listen to this next one. Yeah. Shit, that's a clean solo, man. Shit. I don't know. Was but that... that but that part, that part, it was a mistake, but I told I, I told you to keep it. I, that's because I really like it. I mean it right now, 
when you listen to it, it, it sounds like a John McLaughlin solo. Thing, that, yeah. that, that, that really weird sounding one. And it just came out of you. I, was, I remember because I was right next to you when you were recording that solo. And I go, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Where did that come from? Because yeah, that's, yeah, that's totally thing, unexpected. Um, of, you know, hearing mistakes and, you know, um, not shooting yourself, you know, oh, I made a mistake. You know, it's like, listen to it. And if it works, it works. I mean, if, if the feel is there, let it, you know, leave so, it. So what do you, so what do you say was the mistake there? The key? You, oh, the, you start. I don't know. Well, yeah, it, it's, it's not, it, it, I didn't play what I was intending to play. But there, you know, it's like, you know, your finger starts to cramp and you end up pressing the wrong thing. But because you have this momentum going, uh-huh. you know, you follow through and it ends up flowing, you know, nice. Yeah, dude. I remember was, there were some slides that, wow, wow. Yeah. This, this part coming up. Yeah. That, yeah, what was that? I, I must have I, forgotten what I was going to do. Happy accident. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, what is that? Okay. But I mean, I mean, the way you did it, it's so clean. It doesn't, you know, we kept it because it's it's clean. Even the way you the way you were doing the what do you call those slides? What? Oh, slides. Yeah, you're. Yeah, were you were you sliding with a pick also, or just the fingers? No, that was just that was fingers. That's all fingers. Yeah, and no, if I'm not mistaken, I I wasn't using my 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 Floyd. My whammy bar. Mm-hmm. I think at that time I had already blocked it off because if, if I would break a string, I didn't want it to go out of tune. Oh, okay. So that the bar would only go down. You could only drop. So if you break a string, it doesn't go sharp. So there was a block in the in the back of the guitar. Oh. So it was all. There's no tremolo. Tremolo. Yeah, but that's like that's like one of my favorite solos that you've ever recorded, man. Because it is so random and really until now when I hear that 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 out of tune run. So you were doing the were you intending to do that run on another key, on the key that you wanted in, or was no? It's, you that? know, that's probably like one or two notes that were misplaced. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Which was the that makes it weird? Those notes, those notes that yeah, were misplaced. It's, it's um, it's whatever scale, and you know, I must have shifted my hand a certain way, or and in in one or two strings played the wrong notes, which happened to sound interesting. The harmonic yeah. minor scale. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's it's all right. But the but the but the most commendable part of it is that it's played so cleanly. That whole solo is just played cleanly from beginning to end. Even with the rock and roll licks, the pound or pound pound, you know, the skinnered licks, it's clean. It's really good, man. I think that part was planned. You know, the the the, the solo was pretty much mapped. I mean, the, there were I, I wanted to go from here to here to here. I just didn't know how to get from there to there to there. And uh-huh. so that's where the mistakes normally happen. The transitions yeah. from one, you know, 
phrase to another. You said cool. mistakes. I don't. I, I. I don't consider them mistakes. Like what? Well, I, anyway, <laughs> unintended um, journeys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> unintended journey. You know, when you're on vacation and something happens that's not planned, you know, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was there last week. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> you just got back from a road trip, right? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, you went to Motown? Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. dude. Come on, nice you got to, you got no, okay. Yeah. Let's give the floor to Diego, please. Can you tell us how that went, man? Oh, that was, it was great. We, um, so we get to, my, my brother and my mother now live in, uh, in Michigan, and so we get there, and we drop my son and my dog off with my mother, and then we head to Detroit. <laughs> so me and my uh-huh. wife took a little like two day, you know, to ourselves. And uh, right, right, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, what's there to do in Detroit? We, you know, Motown. That I got to go see that studio. You know, it's a museum and stuff, but it's uh, it was pretty cool. They they it's still exactly the same way as they had it back in the day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, do they still? Do they still? I mean, is there is there a functioning studio? No, there? no, they moved it. Uh, I think in the late seventies, they moved it to uh, California, to, uh, okay. to Los Angeles, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that the board that that is there, that's the original board. Yeah, that's, that's the original. It's a six track, six track board. Wow, six that's track. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know they they had their system they and, and uh, they had this whole system with direct boxes you know um, they hardly used amps over there which is kind of weird you know wow you sound it's like I mean the motor and they also they had what was really incredible they had I I didn't see this in the studio but I read about it they they didn't have reverbs they had an echo chamber in the attic which is like a speaker and a microphone mm. and it's like they would just add that natural reverb of of the house you know into yeah. the mix so yeah that's like green hill sound used to have a they used to have that like i think underneath uh-huh yeah uh-huh it's like yeah. a giant empty space speaker in one end microphone on the other end yeah that big capital building uh the you know capital studios has that too the, the chambers you know I mean, I have all the plugins for all that now, but yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you have something like this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can even record twenty-four tracks onto this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's you know, the, the microphones is that that to me is like, and the preamps are. That's where I'm. Yeah. You know, I've been collecting for you know, the whole time at, at work for the last twenty years. Like, how big was the um, the room? Pretty small. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, comparative. It was. It might have been the size of Studio M. You know, the live room. Uh-huh. The control room was definitely like really small, or maybe it, it might have been exactly like the size of of Studio M. The control room and the live room. Yeah, and they would, they, 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 they would, like you said. I mean, it was six tracks, and yeah. I mean, or did were the did they even have faders, or were they like rotary? Uh, were there faders on that? I mean, those are like old. I think it was just like rotary, yeah. And it was like six channels, you know. Yeah. And they would like, over, you know, obviously bounce stuff, you know, to, to the tape. Tapes. Yeah. Well, yeah, or or like, you know, like they do the drums and, and then bounce it down to two, to the stereo tracks. And then, you yeah. know. Um, 
I mean, I don't know how they did it with six tracks, you know. Yeah. I, I'm just, you know, guessing. Did they did they play together in the room, the band, the, like the Funk Brothers at the very least? Um, it- yeah, like James Jameson and all those. Yeah. Guys. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They don't. They don't. They don't describe it there in the, in, in the museum. They they didn't. No. No. Uh, yeah. And I was just asking questions about the technical stuff. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> like, you know what that is? I'm like, yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> But you know they 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 were very enthusiastic, so it was it was you know it was a great time. Cool man. I recommend it if you're ever there. Oh yeah, man. I mean, that's Hitsville, USA. That's right. All right, moving on with the the so we have next would be yeah the the uh, cathedral space and center of the sun. Um, Matanang Jos, right? Oh, Matanang Jos. That's right. Wow. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Did you um did you uh did you did you think that it would become the the, the hit that it is? I had a good feeling about it. I mean, it was a good it had a good flow, you know, the yeah. song I and mean, everything flowed so nicely from the intro to the verse to the chorus to the the solo. I mean, that solo I play note for note. Yeah, it's a classic solo. You gotta play that solo that note for I, note. I, I, that solo I planned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, planned more than the others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, were you using the VHD for the whole album, or did you use other apps? Well, I think we only had maybe two or three amps to use at the time. I mean, I, I can't be certain right now, but it was probably, yeah, it's for the dirty sounds, yeah, the VHDs. Wow. And then a lot of the times I would just use the guitar volume, uh, maybe a, a tube screamer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, I remember that, the yeah, tube screamer. I, I only... At that time, I was I would only play with a tube screamer and maybe a chorus pedal. Yeah. In fact, for for Matanang Dios, um, those were the two effects that I would use live and most probably in the studio. So you, I would pick in the chorus pedal during the chorus and turn it off, you know. And uh, yeah. depending on the, depending on the amp. I would turn on the tube screamer just for the solo. Yeah, man, I remember like even live, you wouldn't you'd only have the tube screamer and the tuner and you 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 never brought a case, right? Did you have a case? What do you mean a case? A pedal board. Like a, a, a pedal board, you know, no, a no. case. You didn't have one, right? Because you didn't have enough effects to fill it up. Yeah. You have one yeah. in each pocket. <laughs> you have one in each pocket. Chorus <laughs> on the right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then a tuner in his back pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. It was at that most I would have three. At one point I remember I started putting a, an Octaver. Um, it was actually a DOD Octoplus. Mm. Which I think I left at your place in LA in Orange County, Wolf. Oh shit. Uh, on our last um 
on the tour? The last gig we had there with, with Luchel. Uh-huh. I think I left it there. Oh, man. Um, well, yeah. I, I But that's because I bought another guitar and I brought that home. So I left the old case. And I oh. But, um, What case do you leave? The, the gray one? The Ibanez gray, the big one? The flight yeah, case? Yeah, I think so. Is it still there? <laughs> Dude, I mean, <laughs> I no, I mean, because we had this house rented already, so we moved out and, and came yeah. back in. So, yeah, yeah, man, it wasn't a, it was a, a tool which yeah. you know, right? Tools can be replaced, and they have. You them. still have your the same tube screamer? No, no, no. I still have mine from that time. So the same exact. Um, <laughs> mine was actually, you know, we we were, we played this this gig in some school. And we had a roadie who came on, a new roadie. And I had laid out my effects right after this band got off. And so I turn around and I'm like getting my guitar and my cables. And the roadie picks up the the two pedals that I had, gives it to the other band, you know. And you know, I turn around and I get back and I'm like, where's my pedals? You hear tires screeching. Yeah, that's, that's before we went to Japan. And in fact, that's why when we got to Japan, I had to go shop for a new overdrive. Oh, my God. So wait, they didn't return. That's they just took the, the... So they took yeah, the pedals. They got it and they ran away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, I think, like a few days before us going to Japan. And oh, so I shit. had to go shop and they didn't have any tube screamers. Yeah. At the shop that I went to, this was in um, Ishibashi, I think, or somewhere in Shinjuku. And so I ended up getting a Dan Electro Daddy O. Mm-hmm. One of those, um, oh, here. One of these. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Is that the same one? No, um, uh. that's a new one that I got. This was the. I repainted the original one. I did some mods on it. I added uh, like some switches. Was it was it yellow also, or was it like it was yellow? And then I just it was yellow. It. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit. Then I got this one also, but this one was used for servant silence on um, Anino. Oh, oh, the 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 like the tremolo effect. No, that was the echo. In the first quiet part. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the echo, the dom dom bang dom 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 bang. That one, yeah. <laughs> no, you're talking about ilan alon ng dala. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. About, um, Anino. Anino. The Anino clean sound. The. Yeah. That one was on the, the solo. There was like a, a little solo before the, the next verse. The... There's something like that. Some echo right, right, right. Anyway. So so Cathedral Space, can you can you play some of that the cowboy part? Do you still remember it? The blues. Ah oh, wait, it's an F.
Oh, I mean the no, the cowboy part that do. Aren't you playing? Aren't you playing like a just a bar on that that uh, da that that thing? Do you just play like? Oh, you're playing a chord. Ah, okay, okay. I remember. I, I I thought you were just playing like the top. It's a power chord. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's the next? Center of the sun. Yeah, that was cool. Can you play some of that, dude? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, I remember. I remember. Down, 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 down. Get your song. Oh yeah. Bridge. Yeah. Shit. Cool riffs, man. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the one thing about Manuela Garda's sound, man. It's these these weird these weird riffs that sound good. What's his name? What's his name? And we always make make fun of Basti. So Basti, what is his name? Man? What is it? <laughs> Come on, tell us already. Okay, <laughs> okay so next would be our oh, Beast. Beast is next. That one, that's a heavy song. And Diego is on that song. Am I? Yeah. Oh, it's a screen. Like it, what that, is it? No, you were whispering something and we reversed I, it. That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah. was that? Yeah. I, what did I say? I can't. What? I don't. I don't remember what you said, but it sounds. It's Actually, what it what sounds, sounds like. It's like Sim Pakmuk. Yeah. Pakmuk. Oh, but it was. I, I wish I could remember what it was because I think it was something that. It would have been like humorous if you knew what it was. Yeah. yeah or I yeah. think it was. It. I think. Now, now that I think of it, I think it was a. You. You were. You had a joke or an anecdote, yeah. and it was something that you said. And yeah, it's like, like what did you home now or something. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then we reversed it, and it sounds creepy as fuck, you know, <laughs> in that in that slow part, you know. Yeah. Only because we could. Right. Only because we could, really, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, that's why. It's like, and then, can you just imagine if we couldn't do stuff like that? It would just be... Just the instruments, you know. In the if if we were doing this in the same studio we did the first album at, we wouldn't have done it. Oh right, 
because the right. first album was on a 24 a two inch reel yeah and um it would have been too much trouble for us at the time to too much time to take it and flip it around flip it backwards yeah. re-record it yeah for real yeah and but, the but, you know and our engineer for the first album was not going to be yeah. up for that kind of stuff. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that was Voltaire. He Voltaire. In his tennis shorts. Tennis lesson or... And this guy was old school, man. So he's, he, he's used to recording, you know, the older guys, you know, yeah. from the 70s and yeah, 80s. You know, yeah, Pepe and all those guys. <laughs> you know, like, with that album, just to, to, to show um, the... the a different mindset that we were working with at that time, you know, on the uh, first album. Yeah. The first album, you know, I was like saying, okay, let's get a JCM 800. Uh, let's put an SM 57 on it. And they're like, uh, the guy was like, no, no, we don't need that. I have, you know, whatever condenser microphone, you know, that's what we use all the time. And, you know, we had, you know, at the right or wrong, whether he would have gotten a better result or not. It's what mm. we wanted. You, right. know, it, you know, I had yeah. read about certain bands, you know, that I listened to, you know, they would record that way. And I wanted to do it that way right. just because. Yeah. And, you know, it was something that they were pushing, you know, against. Right. Huh. And, you know, with when we went to hit, it was um, the complete opposite. Yeah, I mean, we, we would put the SM57 in front of the, you know, not, you don't throw the best vocal mic in front of a guitar amp just, yeah. it's, just because it's supposedly the best, you know. Exactly. Like, there's certain things that are tried and true, you know. So, yeah, so that, that, that's, that's a, that was a big, a small example of how things were different, you know, the second time around for us in terms of recording. So, I remember, I remember in in, a, in live situations like the the sound systems, we would we would play these big gigs, big big multi band festival, or whatever. And the, you remember this, I'm sure, both of you guys, and, and and they're probably still doing it until now, is they would just hang the mic on on the fucking uh, off facing, the fucking, facing the floor, yeah, facing down, yeah. facing the floor like that, yeah. and, and then and then we were like, oh shit. And then and then um, and then Manuel and Tears and David they would start requesting for mic stands and do it properly. Right. And these guys, you know, I mean, poor guys, they didn't know what they were doing. You know, they were just yeah. they were robots just setting it up or whatever. So when we when they would request, can we have a mic a mic stand and then we'll point the mic and they'd be scratching their head, but it's there already. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know well, they didn't get it at all. They're much better with with those things now. I mean, they yeah, have yeah. people who are more knowledgeable. But yeah. once in a while, I mean, a lot of them have moved to um, you know the Sennheiser, the Square mics, mm-hmm. yeah, the mm. or the nine oh six, right? So they but, can really hang them. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's but sometimes you know you look at it and it's hanging yeah in front of the speaker, but it's backwards. What is <laughs> 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 <Before> the audience? <laughs> Just front on the mic and it's facing. Oh my god! Front. Oh my god! But but they're yeah they're a lot better now and you know they they've upgraded you know they're like with monitoring they're walking around with with iPads and adjusting you know you know via Bluetooth right so it, it's much better now than it was back then. Oh yeah, I I hope so. You know, <laughs> I would think <Yeah>. so. <laughs> After all of that, you know, back back then. 
They should have learned. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do that that way. Yeah, and I remember when we would go to the provinces and they would be, and then when it, we would ha- actually have a sound check and they would have, uh, in the big cities, they would have the marshals. And then during, if it would be the, the, the time for Manuel, and they would be like looking for the sweet spot. You remember that? You know, you're looking for the sweet spot in yeah. the in the in the in the cabinet, and then we would, you know, mark it with masking tape. You know, make a square. That's where you aim the mic. Yeah. And I would see, I would notice the local dudes. It's like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> They're like really, you know. But hey, that's the way you do it, man. I mean, that's the real way. So moving on to um, weightless. Still the still the those still the same sound, Manuel. Always the same sound. Man. Always the same sound. Yeah, consistent. It was, sound. Uh, it was a version of this guitar. Oh man, that guitar is still alive. Can I see it, man? Do the, neck, see? the neck is. Oh, still. the neck. Oh fuck. Yeah. For the audience, you can't see this because it's audio only. But man, that's the, but the neck is um, the original one was a maple fretboard. But that's right. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. The back of that neck cracked some time ago, and I found this neck on eBay. So, wow! wow. Did you assemble it? Yeah, I remember the red pickup too. That's a yeah. nice fucking yeah. guitar. Yeah, the, the the everything's red. The pickups are red. The knobs are red. Oh, it's beautiful. And is that the same? I, is the pick card the same? It's the same one that I've had from the, wow. the start. But um, I've changed the pickups. I've changed the bridge. This is the third bridge that I'm on here. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the electronics are different already. But is yeah. your badass guitar still with you? No, I threw that away already. Oh, you threw it away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was part of a failed experiment. What? What do you mean that that, that model? No, no, no. The I, I was playing around with it, messing around with the electronics. Um, I tried to oh. copy the body with a you know um, as a pattern, and I end up gouging it with my router. <laughs> 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 Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, I ended up. Uh, it's like I'm not gonna put this back together, so I threw it away. Oh shit! I mean, it was a nice color, man. That, that's what I liked about that guitar, and it sounded pretty good. It had, it had like a yeah. a deep, deep uh, beef sound. Yeah, it was okay, but um, I was more comfortable with this one back here. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. And I've I've since you know added some. Uh, some other guitars and uh, I've been, you know, there's my wife's like already like pulling her hairs yeah. with guitars around the house. So I, I, you have to hide some under the bed and stuff. I, I hide some at the office. Yeah. Yeah. It's the guitars under the bed actually. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's the it's the guitar solo there that was mapped out too, right? That's a that's a classic. What are you talking about? Weightless? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say yeah, that there were certain things that I would do. Um, but there are little transition points where it I would do them a bit differently. But yeah, there were mm. certain things that um yeah were planned. Ooh. Like the 
there was a part the that yeah I always do that yeah um the beginning and then the yeah the wiggly wiggly stuff <laughs> the twiddle dee twiddle dum <laughs> yeah but there are certain sections that always you know it's they may come out differently like live you know um the last time i was there in the in manila um i i formed a band maximum rock and roll orchestra and we we played two sets first set was all covers of of foreign bands and pinoy rock and then the second set was all wolfgang and um the members of uh castigo were part of the band and josh he was like i'm gonna play every note of manuel you know by hook or by crook and he copied your solos like to the note man Whatever I should call songs. Ask him to teach me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So even that guitar, that the especially the the weightless solo, he was like he was really challenged, man. He was like, it's like he was really when he was lear- as as he was learning your guitar solo, it's like he was discovering your style, and it's like he's just blown away, man. Well, the, the thing with those solos is a lot of them were were, um, you know, I I would track. And then I would make a mistake, and then Diego and I would look for a, a point where I could punch in. Mm-hmm. Continue. So if I got up to like maybe the first couple of bars in the solo, and I would make a mistake, I'd come in on the third bar, mm-hmm. punch in, and then sort of build from there. And oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would give me the chance of um, like listening, of listening to how the solo would progress, and um, coming from the first two bars. You know, no, knowing that and listening to it without playing, you can sort of um, figure out where you can where you can take it to make it sound interesting instead of just being the same thing over and over again, where you're not really telling a story. Yeah. You know, come in from a certain when you jump off from another point, you can take it to another level. You know, where it, you make it interesting. Yeah, and that's how a lot of the solos were done that way. And then you have to learn it after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So sometimes it would be very tedious, where you, there's a lot of um, hearing the same things, and I'm sure Diego would walk out at one point, where I would just sit there and you right and work on it. And yeah, where I could work on it. So Shit, man. That, that's that's I think a key in how a lot of the solos were mapped out and made them a little more interesting. When, when you, when you, when, like you said, when you map out the solo, when, do you look at the fretboard? Do you know, do you see it at the, when you look at a fretboard, how does it work for you? How does your mind work when you work out a solo? Um, or, or do you go by notes? Is your, are you thinking of the notes no, where you no, want to no, go? I'm not, I'm not very schooled with theory and all that. And yeah. I look at the fretboard and I see shapes, patterns. Mm. And so sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll think of a pattern, but then sometimes when I'm playing it, it doesn't happen that way. Um, whether it's an accident or I just feel like, okay, I, inst- I don't want to move up there. I want to move down. And, you know, there are, there's a certain pattern where, where you start that's like your basic 
your pentatonic pattern, but then in front of that and behind that, you have a different shape of mm. patterns, you know, in front and behind. And, you know, that that's, that trans, you know, when you move one, those patterns move across the fretboard and yeah. that's how they play. Uh. So depending on where the, the basic pattern starts, you know, everything else is different in front and behind. And so, you know, like if I, if I, I think, okay, for the solo started here, I want to move up now. I want to continue moving up. You know, the patterns are changed and those are the patterns that I go to. And sometimes within those patterns, there are like little things that change the, the color mm -hmm. of the solo or, you know, like uh, you make, you sharp, you may, you make one note sharp or flat. It changes the, the tonality of the solo. And those are the, the things where it can get interesting. If done yeah. right. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm learning theory from you now. <laughs> Manuel. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, but, you know, there's not much behind it, yeah. behind what I'm saying. It, it's all, <laughs> it's all these things that I learned by ear. They're like, oh, this sounds good. You know, so I kind of see how that works within, within yeah. a certain structure. And then you throw in all that feel. I'll try and try and there. If you actually know the theory, it could be something that you could work out in your head. But in my mm, case, yeah, I, right. I, I have to play it and you know, there's yeah. a lot of try right. and error. Right. Yeah. All feel, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's feel, man. <laughs> so so uh, okay, um I don't know what's next, but let's go, let's move on to blue eleven. Uh, you want to play some of that, man, and 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 then uh, just talk about how you how you uh, came up with that. That was a different tuning. Um, I'm not even oh, okay. sure what it was. So, and I wouldn't know how to play it right now. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that that was a song that um, I had actually written for someone, and it was just a, you know, it it just came out. It was a short thing, and. I, I had demoed it on a I, I wrote it on a, a four track cassette thing. Mm -hmm. I think it was a Tascam. Yeah. And, um, I had this uh, twelve string Lumanog that I bought. Yeah. Changge and Green Hills Green Hills. Uh huh. I think I paid a thousand two hundred pesos for it, <laughs> and um, it was a twelve string, and it was all right. It 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 was like. Um, the action was super high and everything and really hard to play, but it sounded okay. And I wanted to have like an acoustic thing there in, in the album as a, something just to, to break the... The rock. Yeah, some variety, you know? Yeah. And I think it was Perf's idea to add the... The, the, the Ebo. Yeah, so, you know, and... But that we list what we listed it. We listed it down as, as cellos. cellos. <laughs> <laughs> I get a I get a credit there. Yeah. yeah. And that Ebo was like one of the toys that was just lying around there in, in here. Yeah, it was. Now that's yeah. mine from uh, electric. Oh, not yours. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, Annabelle used to play it on on uh, one of our songs. Uh, but it was you know I still have it too. Not here in my studio. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, you keep all that stuff, huh? Shit. I, well, I, 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 there was a couple things I, I hung on to from then, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And then, so uh, what guitar? What acoustic guitar did you use? You used the Lubano on the recording. If I'm not or, mistaken, yeah, it was the 12th oh. Lubano. But I think oh, you right. used that black the Martin, Martin, the Martin, yeah. the black one that that uh, the studio acoustic. So I maybe think. that then. The demo was definitely was on the 12th string. Yeah. But yeah. Also, oh, the album not, is just the sixth string. I don't know. I, I, it sounds I like a 12 string. If there's a 12 string on it, that's the yeah. Romano. But it it's be. been a while since I've listened to that song. So. Yeah, yeah it, it's it, it's a 12 string. Yeah. So it's the Romano. Yeah. Um, it may have even had a hole in it already. I mean, I know it got. There was like a puncture hole somewhere on the side, but that may have been after or before. Could it have been both? Maybe that and the Martin? Maybe, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's a full sound, man. It's a really... When you listen to it on headphones, oh my God, you're like, ah, surrounded by acoustic guitar everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I remember um, there is some electric on it where I did like some harmonizing with some melodies. Yeah. 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 In the, in the 20, 20. Yeah. yeah. Harmonized. Yeah. Harmonized. Yeah. And then, and then the next song would be new mother nature. And then this one. Oh no, no. Let's, let's, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Manan. It's something like this. Yeah. <laughs> and new Mother Nature. That's good. It was something like that. <laughs> it was no the riff in the blue eleven is down. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But I'm not so doing you, it right because it was a different tuning, an open tuning right. thing. Uh-huh. So yeah, next one, uh, New Mother Nature. We recorded the drums on in the stairwell. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember the reverb on the drums on that. Yeah, dude, sounds yeah. different than than ever. And I was, it's funny. I listened to it today, and I was like, oh, that's, that one has a bigger reverb on the drums. And then yeah, the yeah, it was, on, it was on the first landing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Going up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, I remember yeah, a bunch of wires going down from the control yeah. room down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm surprised the drum set fit on that. Yeah, line. me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And, it, I, I, and I used a big set at the time. I remember it was the green Yamaha. I think that's already in Louis' studio. That The drum okay. set of Louis, that's the one that I played on New Mother Nature, I think. But anyway, yeah, that was exciting because you're like, oh my god, can we do it? And then, yeah, and then I I don't, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) we had to try and it worked out. It worked out. That's a great. Oh, it worked out perfectly, man. I mean, one of my favorite. That that drum sound is like, I love it. Yeah, yeah, that drum sound is really for for was made for that song. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah.
here's the weird chord. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Something with that. Yep. And then uh, epic songs. And then we had some mandolin, the title song. That was another epic. Yeah. <laughs> Love that chord. Yeah, what's that? What's that chord? F. No, no, no. The, the middle chord, the weird. The weird. Yeah, yeah. That's a C with uh, uh, the lower fifth. The yeah. I would. I used to do that a lot. Um, with a lot of the songs, and because I was the only guitar player, if I was playing a power chord like a, like an E, there I'd low, yeah. I'd put uh, the lower fifth. Mm-hmm. So ah. Ah. The Add the lower G, so you get a bigger sound. Right. And not many people knew that. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody will. <laughs> it That's just nice. sounds. Bigger, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and then um and then we closed the album with uh change. You remember that? Yeah, well I, I'm I'm looking sorry, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the this is the US release, I think. So I think the order's a little different. I think I went I think Semelin comes before New Mother Nature and all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't see it. And, uh, what? The original Semenolin? No, it's not the purple cover. It's the, the one with the hand. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at, and yeah, the, there's actually change. Change is well. There's Roadworthy Man. Roadworthy Man's there. They included it, and I think they took out. They took out Semenel. I think they. They took out no. They took out Mulasa Kamandag. There, there. Remember that song, dude? Yeah, wasn't that Benedict? Joey, his name is Joey. Joey. The, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the end, yeah, uh, from. Um, Shit, what's his uh, what is the band's name? I forget, but anyway, do you remember that Diego, the, the guy who did the scream in the end? Was it, it wasn't the guy from uh, Saga, uh, Saga, that was the name of the band, Saga, really? Oh. Yeah, it's a long haired dude, yeah, we, yeah, we because we played with I them, it was the guys from the police, actually. No, 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 Jay, no, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Ignacio, he did he did the thing on uh, Bot and Soul. On, yeah, it, Bot, yeah. Bot yeah uh, in the Bridge of Bot and Soul. Yeah, yeah that's another record I was doing at the same time that year. Yeah. Oh yeah, the police <laughs> also, right? <laughs> yeah. And Wally played on that too, rest in peace, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, and then yeah, Jay does the laugh. <laughs> yeah. No, but in Mulasa Kamandag, that scream in the end, that's that's Joey from the a band called Saga. Yeah. 
I remember, remember it. I, just I don't remember who did it. Yeah. You remember the riff, Manoy? Um. Dun, 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 dun. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's heavy. That song is so heavy, man. That one I remember was hard to play live. Like my yeah, my arm would always like cramp. Tennis elbow. <laughs> yeah. It's always this part. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was one of the. What was the solo there? I think that was the something like that. Mm -hmm. Anywho. And then yeah, and then and then. We end with change. Was that open tuning? Yeah, that was, I think, uh, might have been open D. Uh -huh. Or Dadgad, one of those. Dadgad, <laughs> D A D G. Yeah. D A D G D. D A D G A D. Oh, Dadgad, okay. That, that or open G. Oh, open D. Can't remember. And then we had the... Um... But yeah, change was... Um... Did we have an acoustic thing in... I think that was the first time we had an acoustic thing apart the from... Acoustic the... recording, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was our very first acoustic recording. And then we had the, the, the percussion jam in the end. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... Um... Did we play that song in the Rock Awards? Because Diego played with us. You remember that? You played with us, right? Yeah. In the, uh, in the, uh, and, um, it was at Razorback also. Like It was like uh, everybody Pearson played. Pearson and David, oh, David played with us. Yeah. Rada, Genie. Yeah. I just did uh, an Ebo yeah. like, intro thing. So, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. In the, I mean the Rock Awards. Yeah. 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 Remember yeah, the two girls from Kulai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were with us, Tirso yeah. and Dave. That was yeah. roadworthy, man, because we did at the end of that song. At we when we recorded that at Hit, there was a long jam with Perf. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, we were making pasa pasa the solo. Yeah, and that was like that was like us. That outro was longer than the actual song. If, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, but um, yeah, then Diego was there. Yeah. Diego, why don't you tell tell everybody the story of your guitar? Which one? <laughs> the one that you know somebody saw on TV from that broadcast, and it um, I think it had the mirror finish on it. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. Somebody um, they said they. There was like police showed up at my house and they took it away from me. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I, they said stolen. Them, yeah, some somehow, and they had like, you know, guns and everything. <laughs> Holy I shit! Think somebody sold it to you, right? 
What? Somebody had given it to you or sold it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turned out to be a hot. I, you know, I don't. I, I. Uh, it was actually. It was. Yeah. It was somebody's else's guitar. Really. I mean, you know. But. Uh, Which happened yeah, to end up in. Yeah. You. Yeah. Reason. Yeah. Was it? Uh, was it? Uh, it was a Sunburst, right? No, no. It was a, it was a Les Paul. Oh, a Les Paul. It's the one on the cover of Electric Kool Aid. Uh, I mean, on the cover. It's on. It's in the. Oh, okay, okay. All right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a bad scene. That was like. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you had no idea. I mean, it was, huh? you had no idea. It was just like. Yeah. yeah. Saw it on TV and said, "Hey." I don't. I, I. That's funny that you said somebody saw it on TV. I don't remember that part of it. I don't remember this. Like I just remember the incident when they showed up and. And took it, and then I was like, actually, you know, I called my father because I thought he might know who the like somebody in the police, you know, yeah, department, and, uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he was like, "What are you? What are you? What's going on?" <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, that was, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I remember that was a nice that was a nice guitar. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Man. But, so anyway, oh, so well, guitars, you know, they come and go. I have other guitars yeah. that have come and go too. It's what's funny is like the ones that uh, that you end up with, you know, like later in life or the like, you know. Yeah. So, um, Diego, what was it? What was the mixing stage like um, for you guys and Perf and whoever was there? The mixing stage was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Perf was very involved in that. It, it was. Um, I, I remember it going like really easy because everything was like tracked really well. Like you know, Manuel, you mm. said you listen to the the tracks when you put them up raw, and they sounded. You know, you mentioned earlier that they, that you and Dennis looked at each other. And, yeah. So there wasn't really. Much, it was sort of. Um, you know, a lot of it was being mixed as it went in, you know, like even even like the the um, the reverb on New Mother Nature was like natural reverb on the drums that we recorded in the yeah. hall, you know, and, uh, you know, the guitar amps. And, you know, so I, I, the mixing was very easy. I remember that on, on this record, you know. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think Perf also had he knew what he wanted to hear. Perf knew exactly what he wanted. He was great. Yeah. yeah. So he yeah. was just—I mean, he was, yeah, saying I need more of this, less of this, EQ this out. Yeah, yeah. I—I I, I worked with him on his record too. I think it was that same year. But I can't remember if it was before or after. You guys. It was probably after. I was think it after? He, yeah. Okay. I think he practiced on us. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Who? I, I couldn't remember what the sequence was, yeah. but, you know. I'm, I'm pretty sure ours came first. Yeah. And it is after. Yeah. Oh, what, Triaxis? Triaxis, yeah. Oh, yeah, Triaxis uh, came after, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Around the Bend, so that was it? Something Around the Bend? Uh, yeah, Beyond the Bend. Around. I think uh, I think it's Beyond the Bend. Well, Around <laughs> the Bend is too cliche, right? <laughs> Maybe. <Okay. laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, so um, what was I going to say? Shit, I forgot. 
Um, okay, so before we uh, before we go, I just wanted to uh, ask each of you guys, what is your guitar arsenal now? Oh Everything under the bed, in the office, <laughs> in the closet. What what? Because because I my brother is a guitarist too, you know, and he has you know just like that guitars on the walls and stuff. So. Yeah. What's what's yours? What uh, Diego has served you? Your arsenal. Oh <laughs> yeah. I, I've been collecting like since you know I have like a lot of my old ones. Um, I I actually just in when I went to Michigan I picked up my old bass from before I went to, back to the Philippines, mm. uh, which is a BC Rich uh, that my brother was holding for me, which has like no, it's, it's it's just the wood you know, um, and I'm gonna put that back together because it has a cracked neck. But I'm I'm working on fixing that. I think I have over 20 guitars now. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, uh, I've got uh, you know, including my basses. Um, uh, you know, this Rickenbacker. Is that the is that the is that the Rick you played on Bodhisattvas? Uh, no, no, I traded you... that for the tel- for a Telly. Oh wow! And, yeah. Um, yeah, but I've been collecting a lot. I have a, a 67 Mustang, um, which was like inspired. Yeah, I've always wanted one since uh, yeah. it's, it's almost exactly like Sammy's. It's that red, you know, <laughs> that red Mustang that he plays. Uh, uh-huh. All original. Is, um, the, is that the, one with the two single coils? It's got the two single coils. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The neck and the bridge. And it's got the, the switches, like the, the. Yeah, it's like the on the off switch. Yeah, on off, you know, the, the, it's three position switches on top, you know. All right, it's yeah, got yeah. a great tremolo on that. That's that's uh, that's one of my like that I've collected. I, I've sort of been uh, buying and selling and trading guitars lately mm-hmm. and storing that. That's been my you know, while I was at UPS, that was like my what I could do to, to stay into things and you know, yeah, um, you know, besides like collecting for stuff for my studio, like my old microphones and. And uh, you know, so when, when you when you trade guitars, I mean, is it because it's not what you thought it was? Uh, no, it's because I, I I no no it's uh, it's usually because I want something else more, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to look for that, like replace that Les Paul, and I I can't I can't do it. You know. Yeah. I, that's 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 the holy grail for me, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I have, I have a couple strats. I have a couple tellies, a thin line telly um, that I really love. Some modern stuff, some some vintage stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then my amps. I, my amps are my. That's what I love more. You know, I have a, a '65 uh, Vibralux, uh, '67 uh, the Black Faced uh, Bandmaster. Which is like too loud to play in my studio. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, a, a lot too too many to list right now. I can go on for you know. That's cool. But, I mean, amps. Yeah. I've always liked amps. You know, the playing yeah. in front of an amp. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's nowhere for me. There's nowhere to play them in the house. Yeah. yeah. Or, well, I have a soundproof room now, which is kind of cool. But it's that one's still too loud for that. You know, it's oh like. Yeah. Yeah. Manuel, how about you? What's your arsenal? Um, I've got, well, I, I pretty much cut my teeth on Ibanez, but, um, and then I got in, I got a Les Paul 
Um, Wait, what's the what what the, the the Wolfgang guitar? What is that? What what kind of Ibanez is that? That's an Ibanez RG seven seventy in ruby red. Yeah, really <laughs> nice, man. <laughs> the Wolfgang guitar, man. Yeah, yeah. red pickups. <laughs> that was my main guitar for ages, and then I, I had a Les Paul Classic, which I still have. Mm. It's in the office right now. Yeah, um, it's it looks beat up the hell you know but um it still sounds good yeah. needs a refret but it's there um i have a second les paul which um i got in 2010 and you know diego you mentioned you still haven't found the right les paul this yeah. one there were three of these guitars hanging in the store where i saw them and i got it in australia uh-huh. and they played so differently from each other you know right like yeah I went to that store like three or four times, played those three guitars, and yeah. I kept gravitating to this one particular one. And you know, yeah, three of them were black Les Paul standards. And uh-huh. I ended up getting that one. The neck felt different, yeah, from the other two. It just sounded better. It felt better in my hands. Yes. So another one that I got, I got this when I turned forty. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh, Terry McInturf. Okay, yeah. Wow. Uh, soap bars. Yeah. Wow. Soap bars. <laughs> yeah. Are those humbuckers? Are those really humbuckers? Oh, the single coil. Yeah. Oh, I found this on um, the gear on the classified ads on Gear Page. Wow. Yeah. Then, so, what's the sound of that guy? Of that lady, I mean. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a perfect soap bar example is um, the Who Live at Leeds. Mm. Oh wow, shit! That's um, he played a soap bar. I think it was a Les Paul with soap bars, and straight into an amp, and he would yeah. just roll the volume on and off. Yeah, all, uh, um, up and down for clean and dirty sounds. Yeah, also Mississippi Queen, Leslie mm-hmm. Webb. Oh, that's soap. That's a soap bar. Yeah, yeah. Ah. It's, a, it's a fat humbucker. It doesn't have as much of the highs. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a strap. But it's a, it's a very defined note, I think. You got uh, sirens in Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Action. I actually yeah. have, I have a, a Jaguar that I put, I custom built, and I put the P90s, the soap bars in, in that. So it's like a really, yeah, it's a weird, special sound. You get a bit of hum. but Yeah, um, you get a face the other way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're recording in front of a computer. You gotta, yeah, 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 you got to like, turn like, towards the wall. <laughs> I've recently gotten into PRS. PRS, Wow, yeah. look at that guy. That green one, it's beautiful. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you get that one? I had a, a single cut PRS and I saw this. This belonged to Warren Norton. Oh, okay. And uh, he, he posted it for sale. Um, I spoke to him and then a couple of days later, you know, I, I said, okay, I'll get this. But it was a Friday. I go, I, I can get it on Monday. Mm. And then Monday. Is that, the, is that Santana? No, this is our oh. studio. Okay. Monday he goes, yeah, dude, um, I've changed my mind. I don't want to get rid of it. Oh, shit. So I'm like, um, okay. 
Yeah. Uh, no worries. I know how it, you know, I know how you feel. But um I had this other PRS, a single cut, and I go, look, I have this other one and I can leave it with you for a few days. If you like it, maybe we can trade. <laughs> and so we did that and we oh, ended up cool. trading. We liked it and I love yeah. this. That's those are so, great. That's a great guitar. I actually it's funny because I for a long time I I, I borrowed uh Dave Aguirre's uh PRS. Mm, yeah. We traded. Like he had a bluish or the bluish one, yeah, the blue one. I played that in electric yeah. cooler. It was just so easy to play. I have that to that you know, it was like, um, and then I, I can't, I, I can't remember what I traded him for. But we knew it was just, it was a temporary thing. Yeah, and, you know, we finally traded back. It might have been the Rick. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, cool. I, I actually had that guitar with me for a while. Also, oh, that's it funny. Had a, rotary, a rotary selector. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. For the for pickup selecting. Yeah. And yeah. that was the first time I played a PRS. And yeah, me too. Me too. It's funny. It's the same guitar. <laughs> yeah. But having said that, you know, um, I have this. Um, I've, I've fallen in love with a brand. So I no. also have this. This is a, a bolt-on PRS. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. That's nice, dude. Uh, my first guitar. <laughs> nice. And then I have, a, I have another PRS. It's a DGT. Uh -huh. It's a signature of uh, Dave Grissom. Uh -huh. That one is awesome. That's probably my favorite PRS right now. And uh, I have a strap. There you go. Oh, wow. That's nice. Clean. So, I, it's Don't you, it, um, it originally came with this, uh -huh. but uh, oh, okay, right, right. Like oh, it's one. much nicer now, yeah. yeah. So, with the rosewood um, neck, man, classic. I got a couple oh. more under the bed. Um, yeah, you have um, someone mentioned that you have a, a Filipino made guitar that someone made for you. Uh, it's oh, yeah, Hang on. yeah, yeah. I used to endorse uh, D and D guitars. Yeah, that's the one. Oh wow! Oh looks my like, God! Looks like an old Corvette. <laughs> Damn! Wait, wait, Manuel, can you? I uh, know I'm gonna uh, take a screenshot. Can you? Can you? Uh, just wait, then. Diego, get in there. <laughs> oh, wrong way. <laughs> All right. Oops. Okay, got it. Thank you. That's nice. That's Filipino so made. Uh, well, this guitar actually is um, not Philippine made. This okay. one was part of the production run, but it wasn't like this. When I first got this guitar, it was flat black. And then I took it to the guy who built the prototype, uh, John De La Cruz. Uh, he's from LEG. Mm -hmm. he, he concentrates on bass bass guitars, and I had this. I saw it like a Corvette guitar. Uh -huh. It had this similar design here. Wow, yeah. that's really so nice. I had him do this. This thing used to be uh, popular, I think. I had him, and it had a humbucker hole here. So I told him, "Let's cut out the wood here, replace it with maple." So this entire white thing is maple. Okay. Oh, wow. He could, he could redo the the holes. Uh -huh. 
And then this is actually fret wire. Oh, yeah. wow. Around the pick guard. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And then um, I designed this truss oh, rod. Yeah. The heads, you designed the headstock, the shape? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So and that's why this actually has my initials. Wow, dude. Yeah. That's cool, so man. This is actually a pretty good guitar, but the, the production guitars, it's a Philippine company, but the production guitars were made in China. Mm. So, so okay, okay, okay. I get it. Okay. The prototype, okay. I have a couple of prototypes. Those were made here. And then when I was, you know, I was happy with those. Those were sent to China and those were copied by the factory. And then they were sent back to me. So I actually, I have those prototypes in the office. So those prototypes were made by John of Elegy. Mm. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, 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 I know uh, Robin Nivera. Do you, have you met Robin? I've met him. We did a we did a show. He was a VJ, I think. At, I don't know if it was Mix or MTV. Oh, okay. He was still he was still young. No, I no, because I'm I'm playing with him now here in 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 here, and uh, he mentioned that, huh? With Nino Mendoza? No, no, no. Uh, with uh, no, I we actually formed the band. Well, it's not really a solid band. It's just a, a project that be, it's evolving. It's with uh, Bowie of Parroquia who lives here now. Yeah. And then Robin, and then Melody Del Mundo of of uh, Sugar Hiccup. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. So, because she has like she had like when we first met with her, she's like, "Oh, guys, can you? I have all these songs. I need a band to play them with." Does she still do that song? The no, the she can't. She can't. She can't do the the Mariah Carey. Hi. Those notes anymore? No, not anymore. But she can still sing high, but not that really high one. The almost. Yeah. Uh, inaudible high note. Diego, you remember that song? The, the she's she's just sort of like um, humming. There are no lyrics. I think there's only the the only lyrics are, and she will never be something. Yeah. And the rest of the time she's like, Ooh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's, that's her. So she's okay. Yeah, that was one song where I remember I heard the demo. Uh-huh. And that blew me away. That was it. Used they used to play it. I don't know if it was at NU and LA one hundred five. Right. And then she did the recording, the studio recording, but it didn't have the same impact. Ah. Uh, the original demo. Yeah. Which, that I used to hear. Oh, so people. you heard the demo? Yeah. Well, they used to play the demo, the rough one. Oh, on, okay. On the station, and then I think she got signed or something, and. Oh, and then she, they did it again. It was not reproduce it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, the energy wasn't the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, same thing with us. You know, when when we did the uh, the, the demo of Darkness Fell, it's so much yeah. different from the the first album. You know. Do you know? You do you, wait. <laughs> I was gonna ask you the same thing just now, man. I thought you had it, man. No. Oh shit. I I, I know I had at one one. At one point, I had the. There was a quarter inch reel. Yeah, that yeah, the reel. You had the reel, right? Um, but I have no idea where that. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, but you know, but yeah, I mean, I mean that's the that's the. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the really good version of, of Darkness Fell. Yeah. Well, and, one last guitar I have is. Mm, yeah. 
I have a sewer. A what? what? Uh, a sewer? S-U-H-R. S-U-H-R. Okay. Uh-huh. Sewer. Yeah. Used to be, sewer used to be part of Pensa Sewer. Uh-huh. They make they uh, Mark Knopfler used to have guitars from uh-huh. Pensa. Mm. Now there's Pensa guitars and Sewer. Wow. Separate. Did they split? So, yeah. Is it like Zil- Zildjian and Sabian, the brothers split? <laughs> Adidas and Puma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's always like that. Yeah. Yeah. The last uh, the the last guitar I just got, I, I'm I'm I love it so much. It's well, it's a bass. It's a the Burns. Uh, it's a Burns Baldwin. Okay. Uh, called the Shadow, and it's a uh, it's it's an English made guitar, and it's the one that um, uh, what's his name uh, Brian May is it from okay. like he he had a homemade guitar, but they had the pickups of the Burns guitar. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, yeah, that that's that was that Queen sound, you know that uh, single coils. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, Which he accidentally wired out of phase. Yeah, out of phase, exactly. So he could, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So, so cool. Yeah, guitars are you know they're helps <laughs> keep me sane. Yeah. These times. <laughs> yeah. Got, I'm, I'm actually. This is my. My wife and I, this is our dressing room, and I've set mm. up my studio in my half of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't have too many guitars in here. But, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is the other one that I have that's uh, been getting some use. Oh, I have a good I have a good too, a 12-string. Yeah, yeah. This is a thin line. And yeah, that's awesome. nice, man. Yeah. For live work, you uh-huh. know, no feedback issues. And, yeah. Canadian made. It's got good wood. Godin. Yeah. Is it Godin or Godin? I don't know. I Godin. think it's Godin. Oh, Godin. I thought it was yeah. Godin. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if it's if it's French Canadian, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Godin. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> well. Yeah. Those can, are yeah. Great. Can we hear that? Can you hear it? Nice. It's a flamenco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Uh, that, and then one last one is a, this is a carbon fiber guitar. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. It's got, um, the reason why I got this was because wow. the wooden guitars that I have, acoustic guitars, they always end up lifting here. Uh huh. Because yeah. of the humidity and the heat here, your you know the the, uh, the glue here keeps. Oh, it loosens up. Yeah. Yeah. Peeling. Yeah. 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 So this guitar, I mean, you can leave it in the trunk of the car, bake it, and wow, you know, it doesn't it doesn't go out of tune, you know. Yeah. It's got stainless steel frets. Right, yeah. Nothing on this guitar is wood. Yeah. You can wow. run over the car and it's still good. <laughs> Carbon fiber. Wow. Yeah. And check out the back. That's oh, really? oh my God. Look at that that shape. That's crazy. And that's a thick guitar, too. Yeah. Wow. Is that the... Is, 
is carbon fibers like the like the the base of you remember that the base of Claire before that's carbon fiber right the the neck of her base uh, yeah i think so I, I that one one more got, got the, that base right he, he i think it was a sadowski yeah sadowski the white one mm -hmm. yeah that's got a carbon fiber neck oh yeah. so that's the same that's the same materials that guitar yeah it's similar it's just some you know these are like fibers that like sheets that you yeah. uh, mm -hmm. uh, okay patterns yeah. on that now depending on how you lay out the weave it's it has different properties they use it for race cars and stuff yeah yeah so very um but yeah this one i've got a i've got a taylor 12 string in the office but um then i have a flamenco guitar that i got in singapore but yeah mm -hmm. they're, they're in the office cool man two, yep. the two here the, the go the go den mm -hmm. yeah. that one is what i pretty much use like if i do any acoustic shows that's what i that's what i use yeah. do your kids do your kids play nope <laughs> No, no. My son, my son doesn't either. He's had. Yeah. Do, do they do they listen to music? Do they respond to music? I mean, because they're still young, you know. My daughter, she's always, she's always singing, she's uh -huh. always humming. I mean, we keep telling her at the dinner table, she's like humming while eating. And really, wow. <laughs> so she she really likes music. My son, he's more into basketball. <laughs> and thankfully, he's taller than me. Yeah. Oh, he's tall! Wow, cool, man. So he's got the basketball shoes. Yeah, my son's <laughs> taller than me. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, commemorating Samenlin with me, 25th anniversary. And uh, thanks for your time, guys. And uh, hey, Manuel, can you pl play something with that that carbon guitar? to end the episode so we have to some end, um, let's see yeah uh Thanks, guys. Thank you. God. Good to All see right. you. Really good to see you. Good to I see you. I remember more from those sessions, but... Yeah, I know. It's, it's tough. <laughs> and, uh, we've been through a lot, yeah. so that does not help either. Yeah. Hey, hopefully, uh, you know, if you guys ever want to record in uh, in Jersey, just, you know, Belmar For Underground. Sure, man. Yeah, man. Belmar Underground, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Have Bye, a good night and have a good day. Yep. You too. See ya. Cheers, guys. <laughs>